feed for iTunes or Overcast or Google or Stitcher. Welcome to another episode of Potty Training. I am your host, William Byrne of Potty Mouth Studios. Uh, this episode, I'm just going to be talking about some of the equipment that we use here at the studio. By studio, I mean, of course, my bedroom. We actually did have a studio that we were renting for a while back when we were doing our The Only People Who Matter podcast, but uh, that kind of fell through. And so now here I am by myself in my room here in the basement of my house. Uh, but yeah, so right now, currently, I mean, I probably own 10 microphones and I have a a couple different pieces of equipment, like a mixer that I don't use, a Behringer mixer. Um, I have the Scarlet 2i2 by Focusrite. Um, I have a couple of different pieces of equipment that I'm currently not using. I'm not going to get into any of those. I'm just going to use what or talk about what I'm actually using to make these podcasts to show you how simple it actually is. Uh, the microphone I'm using right now is an Audio Technica. It's a 2020, I believe. I have a couple different Audio Technicas. I think this one's the 2020. Um, and I have a external recorder uh, made by Zoom. It's an H4n. I also have an H6, but currently I'm using the H4. It's just a little smaller. I, they're pretty comparable in size. It's just the one that I have nearest to me at the time. So that's what I've been using. Um, so that's it. I hook up the mic to the recorder and just record right onto the, the Zoom H4n. Um, they're probably cheaper now than when I got it. I got it when it was still pretty new. Uh, we used it quite quite a lot um, with our Only People Who Matter podcast. There was two of us doing that, plus two others involved in the studio. So we kind of all pitched in on some equipment. Um, so I don't remember the exact cost. You can look now and see how much that is. The mics, uh, a decent mic that's going to get you like some pretty good quality. You're going to look to spend around 100 150 bucks. There are some really nice Shure mics that are you know three or four hundred bucks or Sennheiser or what you know whatever the ones you're looking at. Um, and then there's some okay mics that are, you know, the 30 to $70 range. And we've kind of tried the lower range stuff and then just kept working our way up. I wish we would have just went nicer right away. You don't need a $400 sure mic. Um, but you probably need a hundred to $150 mic if you want it to sound pretty good. I bought probably six different mics off of Amazon or different deals that I saw in the 30 to $60 range. And, once I got these Audio Technicas, I pretty much stopped using slash replaced all those mics with Audio Technicas or Sennheisers, all in the hundred to hundred fifty dollar range. As I said, um, I think these are pretty good quality. I like them. And the Zoom, I can't say enough about it. It's portable. It's good. You can plug in whatever mic you know you're using there. Um, so that's what I'm doing. So I'm literally just sitting here on my sofa right now, talking into the mic, plugged into the recorder. That's it for the equipment. From that recorder, then I plug my recorder into my computer, my laptop. Um, I don't have any Apple products or any Mac products. I do have an iPad, but I'm, I'm not using it f at all for recording. So if you're using Mac or Apple or whatever, uh, you're on your own. I don't know anything about that stuff. But So I plug it into my computer, and I just pull the files right onto my computer. And then from there, for each podcast, I make a folder, you know, just a podcast name. And then I have separate folders in there. I have the art folder where I put all the art, the music folder where I put all the music, raw episodes, finished episodes. That's in every single one of these. Um, but then from there, you know, you could break down. So 
I put all of these files then directly into the raw episodes, and then after I edit them, I'm and I render the finished product. I put it into the finished episode, so I can keep it right there. When I upload it to our website, I take it from finished episodes folder to there. Um, I just keep them separate, just so I can always know, like, hey, I'm not accidentally uploading the raw, unedited version. Uh, I don't do a whole lot of editing. If I really mess up, I'll cut it out, but. It's mostly uh, just talking off the cuff. I kind of like the raw, like natural feel of it. Um, if I really, really mess up, though, I'll, I'll fix that. But the edited versions, I just mean adding in music at the beginning or the end or both. And then if I do any ads, um, I put those in throughout and throw up that finished episode. Uh, computer, I'm just using a laptop. Um, you know, any standard laptop will do. I think this one's a Lenovo that I got here. Um, I have two laptops, but this is the one I'm using for this. And the website. So I looked around. There's a ton of different hosts. I spent quite a while looking. Um, I used to use WordPress. And I still have WordPress uh, for the only people who matter. And then a site called FeedBurner where I'd upload to there and then use and it was all very convoluted and didn't make a whole lot of sense to me um but i would just watch youtube videos and or read things online to figure out how to upload to wordpress and then from wordpress to things like spotify itunes google podcasts you know what wherever you want to stitch or wherever you want to put your podcast out to but that was back in 2013 2014 um when i started all that and so i just stuck with what i knew so this go around, I was like, hey, it's been a, you know, it's been a few years. Technology changes anyway, but now podcasts are a lot more accessible and big. There's got to be better ways. So I just Googled what are the best podcasting hosting sites, and I found tons of lists, tons of different ones, and there are a lot of great ones. I'm not going to say the one that I picked is the best one uh, for you. It might not be. It depends if you're doing one podcast, multiple podcasts. I went into this knowing that I wanted to do multiple podcasts. So that's why the one I chose is Transistor. I'm not paid by Transistor to talk about them. Uh, that you want to make that very clear. But I would definitely recommend them if you are looking at doing a, what I kind of am doing a podcast network or multiple podcasts, multiple shows. Um, you can, if you already have your own website, like I do have the only people who matter, you know, as a WordPress site, you can integrate that to this. Otherwise, this website will give you a specific website for each of your podcasts. So minute by minute, Cole New York Minute has its own website. What happens in movies stays in movies has its own website, etc. Uh, one thing I was kind of, I really liked that, but I was kind of also hoping that I could somehow have an overall website on this. I can't seem to figure out a way to do that, you know, so I could just do a potty mouth studios and then have all of them listed here. It's fine that it doesn't, uh, but that would just be nice. So I'm going to probably use just like a WordPress or whatever site to do that. And just, just from that site only just link to all the separate websites. Um, but this site's really nice because I can create a show really quickly. You just click add a show. Then you type in the name of the show, you put in the art, you kind of give a general what it's about. If it's going to be a serial or an episodic, just meaning like, or do you want people to listen from episode one through because it's telling an overall story? Or is it just an episodic one where there's just random episodes and you just want to display like the latest one? So think, you know, pretty much most podcasts would be like that. Um, if you're listening to WTF with Mark Marin, it's going to show you the latest episode, not the first episode. So you don't have to scroll all the way through it to find the first one. Um, you just add it choose that stuff uh then from there it's as simple as uploading the episode so you click on you know after you make your podcast you click on episode you click on add a new episode you put the name of the episode the author of the episode uh any keywords that you want 
for when people are searching for it. So if I'm doing what happens in movies, stays in movies, I'd probably do what happens in movies, comma, what happens in movies, stays in movies, comma, William Byrne, you know, the host of the thing. Maybe somebody's looking for me specifically. I want them to find it. Um, or, you know, if like that specific episode is about Harrison Ford, you'd want to type in Harrison Ford or if it's about, you know, different things like that. So that way you give some keyword searches to help, to help your individual podcast show up if people are searching for it, um, or searching for something similar, I should say. If I'm interested in a podcast about Harrison Ford and I type in podcast and Harrison Ford or Harrison Ford podcast as one of my key search key searches, and no other podcasts do that. And it's going to be a lot more likely that my podcast will show up in those results. So that's just kind of what the keywords are. They also have great analytics on here that shows you how many times your episodes have been listened to. Uh, they have a team thing um, where you can add people to your team. Social where you can put all your information for like your you know Twitter, your Instagram, whatever you got, Facebook. Um, so people can find and contact you. Also gives you a great spot where you type in just, you know, the the feed for iTunes or Overcast or Google or Stitcher or Spotify. They also have a really nice thing under the integration things where they'll just automatically send it to Spotify for you. Um, they also have a thing on here that's for YouTube, but it's currently inactive or disabled because they're waiting to get reapproved. But then it'll just automatically upload to YouTube for you. Uh, you can also integrate your Twitter and they'll do that automatically for you. It's pretty nice. I do really like it. Um, again, not sponsored by them, not making any money. This is just me saying um, that it works for me. So there are free ones out there that might work for you. There are maybe cheaper ones or more expensive ones that give you different features. If you're having one podcast, you know, one of those might work very, very well for you. So you don't have to pay multiple fees to have multiple podcasts. This one just does it all. You can have as many shows as you want. I already have, how many shows do I have on here? Um, four, five, six, seven. I have seven currently on here. And you're probably thinking, what? You don't have seven shows out. Oh, well, you'll see. You'll see. So I've got seven currently on here with more in the works. So that's why this one works the best for me. Um, even if it didn't have all these other great features, I think that that's the one I would pick specifically for that. So that's pretty much it. I told you about the mic. I told you about the recorder. I put it on the computer. Oh, what do I use to edit? Uh, great question from from you in the back there. Um, I actually use Sony Vegas. It's a video editing software. It's just something I've had since high school. Um, I've got newer versions since high school because that's been 20 years. But uh, it's just something that I've had and I'm very familiar with and very comfortable with. But you can use any editing software that you currently have or you can you know find that you think would look good or work well for you. I know a big one that people use is Audacity. It's free. Um, I personally don't really like it. I just don't like the layout of it, the look of it, the feel like there's just, I just don't like it. I've tried it and especially cause it's free and I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot, but I can do everything in there that I can do in Sony Vegas, um, that I need to do. And it's just easier for me because I've been using it for a long time. Some people use Adobe products. Uh, some people use, and there's all kinds of different things you can use. So whatever works well for you, I personally use Sony Vegas, even though it is a bit of an overkill as it's a video editing. They also have Sony Acid. I don't know if that's still around, but that's specifically their music and audio. But I just have Sony Vegas, and I can do pretty much everything that Sony Acid can do, minus, I suppose, some some specific things. But for simple cutting and editing and adding in music, Vegas does everything I need it to do. Um, so yeah, then I just edit it in there and then upload it straight to my website. 
or up to the host transistor and then from there they automatically send it to all those places obviously i have to go through and send my rss feed to places like google podcasts or to uh itunes but once they're approved then it just automatically takes every new episode from there and does it for all of them you can also set dates so you know, minute by minute, New York minute I have coming out on I think Thursdays or Mondays, but I can't remember what day it is. And so I, when I set up an episode, I don't have to just do each week, uh, set up a new episode. I've set up 30 episodes ahead. So for the next 30 weeks, one's scheduled to come out. So if I want to take some time off or not worry about it or whatever, I can set as, as ahead as I want to be. Most of you probably won't be 30 episodes ahead, but it's nice to bank a few and then have them ready to go so that way in case something happens, life happens. Obviously, this coronavirus stuff that's going on, you know, you never know when it's, something crazy is going to happen or prevent you from uploading. So it's nice to be a couple weeks ahead at least um, and have that scheduled to go. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, that's pretty much it that I use for equipment. Oh, for the music, I have a couple of things that I made with a website called Music Lab. I don't even know if it's a website anymore. This was years ago. So I've used a few tracks that I made on there um, back when I was making rap songs. So they're mostly beats from like these rap music, rap music, rap songs that I was trying to make. Um, I kept saying rap music and I was confusing myself. Uh, but then also I'm using this program called Mixcraft 7. Um, it actually did cost me money. I used the free trial for a while just to see if I liked it. I can hook up a MIDI keyboard to it, or you can just make things straight on there using a mouse and keyboard. Um, some people that might be better, some people that might be worse. It's a little awkward for me, but I prefer like my little MIDI keyboard. But if you don't have one, you can still make it on there. They also have some pretty cool loops and sounds that you can play with and add in. And a lot of the things I've made are just using those loops and sounds um, because you can just very put in very basic beats, um, you know, like add a snare, add a kick, add a tom, and add a hi-hat, and then boom, it does all the, you know, the, uh, it will put it at the correct tempo. So if I put in a, you know, a kick that's like boom, 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 at like a 90 tempo or whatever, I'm not good at music, so, uh, and then I find a snare that I like, but it's at... 78 or at 120 or whatever when i drag it into there it already has set that file at 90 so everything will match to that uh, which is great for guys like me who don't have any sort of rhythm or musical talent so it just does all that for you but then you can play with it add to the different sounds or sound effects um or different loops whatever you got on there and then just render that use that file boom you just made yourself a quick intro quick uh segment whatever you know, segment music, whatever, you know, you, you got, it's pretty nice. Um, I like just toying around obviously with my little keyboard and making some kind of funky sound and stuff as well. That was the word funky, by the way. Um, but yeah, that's it. I think I can't think of anything else that I use Mixcraft for the music, Vegas for the editing, the zoom recorder. Yeah. If you have any questions, you can always hit me up at pottymouthstudios at gmail.com or at pottymouthpods on Twitter. Um, also, what do we got? The William Byrne on Twitter or on Instagram. Uh, if you have any more questions about my processes or things that I use. Thank you.